Welcome to Emotional Support Roundabout. I'm Hannah. And I'm Ailish. So this weekend I had like a family bridal shower yeah. <laughs> to go to and I got to spend time with my aunts nice. and my dad's sisters. And it was just funny like just talking to them and they were talking about how like my grandpa was like Italian and old fashioned and he like didn't support any of their weddings. <laughs> like <laughs> wouldn't walk them down the aisle and stuff. And I don't know, it was just funny. And then they were like going through their stories of like why and stuff. And it's just so like funny to hear them talk about like they were my age and younger yeah. ones. And it was just weird to like it's just hard to understand that like they had a life before, before. <laughs> like me. Yeah, like before you knew them. And it was just like it was just so funny. And then when my my aunts, two of my the older sisters, decided to move out, it was like he thought they were running away. Like he considered <laughs> them running away. Like he couldn't understand why they were moving well, out of the house. Because they weren't getting married, right? <laughs> it was just they moved so out first. Did he not like want to walk them down the aisle because he didn't like who they were married? Yeah, because they weren't Italian. <laughs> I mean, there was like other stuff. I don't know share it but it was just That's like funny. funny how stubborn yeah he was and stuff and it, it was just funny just to hear about like, yeah, it was just <laughs> like oh my gosh and my um grandma and grandpa from my dad's side they were older when they had their kids and stuff and that was just interesting I that my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side were older were too. they yeah that's really interesting i know it's like we all think they had kids and they're like 16 yeah i know that <laughs> it is weird like yeah. my both of them were like in their like early 30s mm-hmm. they, which was for the time so like late weird. <laughs> no, yeah. i think it was the same it might have even been later yeah. I was like, what? Everybody <laughs> probably thought wild. they were freaks. Like, right. Uh, <laughs> they're crazy to have kids now. <laughs> right. This is funny. That's cute. Just had fun. Like, here's with the stories. Yeah. And the bridal shower was real nice. Nice. Is your one uncle still, is he still a chef at the Hard Rock? Or no, rock and roll. How's the blues? <laughs> I got there. No, but he's actually going to be working there again. Oh, really? So. Because the reason why I ask is because my dad and I went to a Cleveland Guardians game yesterday. And um, we were walking past there. And he's like, does he uncle still work there? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> no, he didn't. But then. Now he's, he's going to again. again. I'm sure everything will improve. I've got to keep it literally never eaten one time. (laughs) (laughs) I did like, oh my gosh, 12, like 12 years ago when he was working here. But we have to keep an eye on some shows. Yes. I know it. Oh, speaking of, if you want to meet us. I know. Don't get too crazy. Don't get crazy. You want to look for us? We're going to a Fall Out Boy concert on the 18th of yeah. this month. Yes. In Blossom. Blossom. Yeah. So, Blossom Music Center. So, if you want to go, we'll be there. <laughs> you know, I mean, hopefully we don't get swarmed. <laughs> we don't want to outshine Fall Out Boy. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, we'll be there yeah, we'll if, be you, there. if you if you recognize us <laughs> from the videos. <laughs> Speaking of that, though, I'm really excited, but also I have no idea what to wear. No, me either. I was going to talk to you about that. I was like, I don't know if I should just be like jeans and like a tank top, yeah. or if we should try to get a like. Well, and I was looking at like merch and stuff on Etsy because mm. I'm like, how is there? There has to be like old stuff like mm-hmm. from you know when we, we first. Had our old I know. I did. We have stuff. I literally we can't have even shirts remember. that we got at Hot Topic. I that's what I did. I can't even like. <laughs> Wait, anything. let's go to Hot Topic and see if they have. Okay, them. I already looked. No. They're like they're new stuff, and I don't well, know. And we have to listen to this new album. I know. I was, I was <laughs> gonna say that too. I'm like, oh shoot, this is like the. Yes, yeah. We, the we're going. We don't even know. <laughs> so we just want to see. Yeah, and also I'm just hoping they play like only old songs, <laughs> which it sounds like they're not going to. Yes, so much probably. Maybe they'll do surprise songs. I like, know. Like, <laughs> guys, tonight we're only gonna play Infinity <laughs> <Beyond> on Hot. <laughs> Sounds good. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I was looking at like, I mean, I don't know. I don't have a connection to this new album, so it's yeah. hard with like the merch and nothing on Etsy was really catching my eye. And they didn't have a ton that was like vintage. Mm. So I don't know. We might have to just go simple. Yeah, I'm thinking like tank top. I don't know. Is it going to be hot? We'll have to look. We'll have to Probably. see. This freaking weather. So, anyway, yeah, it'll be fun. So, yeah, come we'll on out. We'll have to tell you about that. Yeah. We'll, we'll be making some content. Yeah. You know. Check out the Insta. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh, Maybe we'll gain some new followers. I know. We can tell people about it. I was so upset not to go off on a tangent thing, but. We, I went to Whole Foods and there was this guy out there that was trying to like stop, like promote himself and like mm-hmm. giving out seasons and stuff. And then he's like, was asking people if they had Instagrams. And then, uh, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. And then when I went in, went back in, I was like, shoot, I should have made him follow us on Instagram. And then oh, we follow him. Yeah. But when we went back out, when we were done, he wasn't out there anymore. I was uh, so mad at myself. I wish I would have thought of that in the it's hard because I mean, old story. We've said this so many times that we've been out of the social media game. I know. So it's just like I'm not used no. to. And even when we were on, we never were promoting ourselves. No, like, like, follow me. So it's just so weird to have to like shift. Yes. And You're like, oh yeah, that. I have an Instagram. Yeah. And I need you to follow. But yeah. Anyway, sad. I know. <laughs> we just have to feel more comfortable with like talking ourselves up yeah. to other people <laughs> and like saying that we have yes. a podcast <laughs> it's hard for us to do for some reason <laughs> i don't let anyone know no um we could talk about the orange cabin housewife. yeah just a quick little recap um i watched this like i don't know i think on like thursday or friday so i'm trying to remember good thing yeah. i wrote i mean there wasn't there. like a whole lot going on in the beginning no just Tamara being the mega instigator. Oh my god! I was getting so mad at her. I mean, let me see what I have. <laughs> I wrote she's being two faced. Yeah, so she, you know, I'm glad Taylor ended up calling her out. Yeah, too. And it's like no, you were saying it too. And then Tamara takes Heather back into the bathroom. And it's like no, 
This is what Taylor said. And then she was doing that to that Jen girl. Too. Yeah, she's she's playing everybody. It's she bizarre. Is. And then with that Jen, she goes, well, because Ryan is the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, Ryan came in and told my other friend, I'm going to mm-hmm. do her. And talking about Tamra. And she's like. And just it, tells Jen right in front right. of everybody. It was so rude. It was so weird because she made a point before when she like brought it up initially. And she's like, well, you know, I just have kind of felt embarrassed to even say anything. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, yeah, you should say that to her yeah. privately, but definitely bring it up. And when she brought it up was when people were trying to come at her. Yes. Come at Tamara herself. She, it was and like she de- completely deflected and goes, well, Jen, I wasn't going to say this, mm-hmm. but me, me, me. And yeah. I just felt really, I don't know much about Jen, but I felt really bad for her in that moment because it's like, that's so embarrassing. It's just so weird because, I don't know, I mean, Jen seems to say that, like, they have, you know, a deeper friendship, mm-hmm. a true friendship and stuff. But... After all that happened, and then, which obviously we're like going out of order here with the episode, but it's whatever. It's our stream of thought. <laughs> but she was like, okay, let's talk one on one. Like Tamara wanted to do it one on one. Okay, you should have done that from the beginning. But then yes. it's like a me, it's almost like Tamara was like gaslighting her. And yes. then Jen was just so quick to be like, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know we're friends. I know, I felt bad. And then when like, so then she bring Tamara brings up all this stuff about Jen being with this guy who's a cheater and she's cheating on her husband. Then that gets Gina all upset. Yeah. And it's like, so now Tamara, you've gotten everyone upset. Right. And Gina's I was like, like what freaking breakdown. Yeah. It's just I thought going back to the beginning when Heather and Tamara snuck off into the bathroom and then in Heather's confessional, she'd be like, or she was like, I would be really disappointed to hear that Tamara was actually saying these things. And I was just like, well, she wait was. till you I watch, know, wait this you watch this episode. This is going to be a good reunion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tamara's going to have a lot to explain to you. Yes, because she really is. Um... After that kind of happened, you know, everybody's all friends again. They go back to the villa. Tamara was just like a drunken mess. It was just kind of insane to even watch the the whole episode. She was so all over the place. And I don't even like even that part where she's like towards the end getting everybody upset. It's like, what are you doing? She was all over the place the whole episode. Well, it's like, I don't. I don't even know, like, how I feel about it, because I do enjoy the drama of Housewives, you know, it's fun, they have these stupid fights, whatever, but you also kind of expect at this point, like, these women aren't in their, like, early to mid-30s anymore, you know, like, a lot of time has passed. I would expect some growth to be yes. happening. And I just feel like all of this is just classic Tamara that we've seen from mm-hmm. the beginning of the show. It's like, why aren't you evolving? And I, I feel like being on a reality show is so jarring because if you do watch yourself back, you right. just, it's like such a, obviously they edit stuff, but it's like, you still did those things and it is a stark like reality check for Mm -hmm. yourself and it just feels like she isn't even taking her actions and realizing how she could do things differently right because we've seen those old we weren't even gonna break this up 
But we yeah. saw the old clips of the way Tamara was treating like Gretchen yeah. all the time. And it's like, okay, I'm not going to bring this up because hopefully she's changed. But it's like, and I don't think she'd do something like that again. Yeah. But she's being such an instigator. I know. And like, just like, she's just treating people kind of badly. And it's almost like she's coming out and wanting to be like, well, I'm the queen bee and I'm yeah. back. And I'm going to show these girls how I play. Mm -hmm. And she just wants to pit everyone against each other. And just her being the only, like, true friend. Right. That's almost what she, it seems like that's what she wants. Yes. But clearly, we're we're all watching the same show. They're going to look back and see Mm -hmm. how she said, what she said about Heather, what she was saying about Jen and blabbing her mouth to everybody. That always comes back around. And I, yeah, it will be an interesting reunion because they see all the stuff she said. And if it, if that doesn't come back to bite her, I don't even know. I don't even know like what to say because like, there's just no way. How could these women not see that? And like want to come and call her out, you know? Like, um, hello. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what else. I thought Shannon when they when they went out to do like the farm work and stuff, mm. Shannon literally in the overalls with like the one side unhooked. Like <laughs> Shannon is like like I feel like in the when we used to watch it, Shannon just always seemed like nutty to me. Yeah. But this time, I don't know. She's kind of like a nice comedic relief. Like, <laughs> and then, like, I don't know if I didn't notice it at first, but I didn't see until, like, they were going back to the villa. Mm-hmm. She had freaking Wellington boots on. <laughs> like, no one else was dressed. Like, oh, she, Shannon gosh. was ready to get dirty. She was. She was ready to work. Everyone else was in a cute outfit. <laughs> <laughs> little bandana around their neck hair perfectly curled it's just oh and then when uh she had a horrible night of drinking and then she was up to make <laughs> breakfast yeah. over, which i thought was really like sweet yeah. you know but like her extensions <laughs> was that like fake eyelashes or something that were yeah, over they, like ripped off <laughs> but i even noticed when uh she had the little mini heart to heart with Tamara, like mm-hmm. while they were getting ready on the bed and stuff and her extensions in the back are just like, <laughs> I see the, the track. Like, what is going on? It's funny. She's just, yeah, she is a little comedic. Really. <laughs> but I don't even know. She has to be in on some of it, but like. I know, I feel like she's kind of like being true to herself. <laughs> like, that's the way she is. Which is it funny. funny. She's just a little neurotic. She's just a goofball. <laughs> Um, I don't know everything about with Gina. Oh, the comment that she made to Jen, like, which I think this was in the preview for the episode, but it was just, I'd like to get to know you beyond your infidelity. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I know it's like, um, first of all, it doesn't really affect you, but you're <laughs> making it affect you. And, and does the infidelity just define her i know i was actually feel. i don't i guess i don't really understand the whole story of what everything was happening but why aren't they like just keep i don't even know criticizing her over this yeah and they're like no you are like going with yeah on like family things and like abandoning your husband and stuff and it's like 
Just leave her alone. Right. Gosh. I mean, and I think that she even says, like, yeah, I acknowledge I made a mistake. I acknowledge I stepped out on my marriage. Right. She doubles down that it wasn't physical. And then they're like, well. Maybe, maybe not. I know. I know. And then they're like, well, come on. They're like, literally, she's talking. And then I think it was Heather and somebody else are like, yeah, but that is uh, a really big deal. An emotional affair. That's worse. Yeah. It's like. Which, like, I don't disagree no, with. I love, they're, they're making good points, but if this person's, like, opening up to you, and she doesn't yeah. seem like this, I don't I don't know her, obviously, right. but she doesn't seem like this terrible person, and I was really feeling kind of bad. I know, and like we said before, if she and her ex-husband have already worked through this, right. then why is it anybody, like, why are they still talking about it? It's like like every constant. single episode. Yes, bringing it bizarre. up. They're upset about it. They're, I do. Like everything with Gina, though, like, I did appreciate what Heather had to say at the end of the episode. Yeah, no, with, I did too. Because clearly, she hasn't healed right. from whatever infidelities happened mm-hmm. in her previous marriage. And I do think while I, it was, of course, like very dramatic of Heather to be like, no, this, this is not a time to call. This is not a, what's his name? Travis problem? Yeah. This isn't a Travis problem. Yeah. Put the phone up. <laughs> Everything's Travis, okay, Travis. Yes. <laughs> She'll call you back. <laughs> like, hangs okay, Heather. But like, she was true. You know, she was right. No, like, I thought she He was. isn't your therapist. No. Like, you have to not bring that baggage to him. Right. Because it isn't like you, if you weren't, I get that you love him. I'm sure that he's a great person. He's supportive, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But to me, and then again, I don't know her. This is a small snippet of what we see in their lives. But it just seems like she shouldn't have gotten in another relationship if this right. is still affecting her so deeply. And it isn't fair for her to, like, keep running to him, trying, like, venting to him about this right. and being upset. Because also, like, how does that make him feel? I know, you don't trust him. So, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was, Heather made some good points. She did. Talking in the little ATV buggy. Gina needed that. But also, I feel like Gina ended up getting kind of mad about that or something. Well, I can't remember. She... Seemed like a little defensive, but then she also kind of relented mm-hmm. to it. Like, you're right, I know. But mm-hmm. I just feel like she won't actually do anything about it. She's just going to carry this burden for as long as possible. Yeah, and that's just going to be that. Um, <laughs> I thought it was weird that we had, like, you know, a whole montage of Tamara relieving herself two feet from the <laughs> camp. Like, why did we zoom in and... Why am I watching that? Like, that was uncalled for. Oh, I was, I thought it was funny, too, when they were all fighting and those, like, ranch (laughs) workers were like, well, uh, should we go over there? Yeah, they're like, well, I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. (laughs) That was kind of funny. That was funny. Um, Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. And then I went to, I looked up, like, the um, preview for next episode because I watched it on peacock so it do- it doesn't play like oh, coming gotcha. up next so i looked it up on youtube literally the one that i looked up usually mm-hmm. it's like a minute you know mm-hmm. this was seven minutes long oh, it's like i watched like a the whole preview. episode <laughs> practically oh so that was weird and honestly i don't even remember what happened so no me either i think they're like still fighting about the same stuff yeah <laughs> the usual 
So, yeah, that was pretty much it. Um, it's just a lot of Tamara being. I know. We'll see, have to see how all this ends up, but I'm not very happy with her. No, she's acting ridiculous. Yes. Um, Another thing that happened this week, actually, it just happened like a couple of days ago, which is it was so bizarre. And I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Was Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, or Sarah Brody, Brady? I think it was Brady. I think it's Brady. Um, I couldn't read my own handwriting here. Uh, but she released a bunch of text messages mm-hmm. and screenshots of um, stuff that Jonah Hill allegedly said to her. Mm-hmm. And she's just saying that he's a narcissist a misogynist, mm-hmm. just alleging all this abuse. And I screenshotted a bunch of them. There were, she literally blew up her Insta stories. There were 56 posts. I wonder what triggered this. Like, I know he's yeah. in a new relationship and has a baby. Yes, it did come as an interesting time because she posted everything on July 7th and he announced that he had a baby about a month ago. Okay. So I knew she said the thing about she hoped he had a girl, a girl or something. Yeah, which honestly I don't know if he did or not. But I just took a few screenshots of some of the things that I thought were kind of interesting, which I'm not gonna like read all of them because it's just honestly too much. But um a lot of it is just like snippets of conversations. Mm-hmm. And You know, I just think it's hard with sharing text message threads like this because, first of all, I think it's very easy to edit things. Mm -hmm. I think it's and not that I'm saying that she did this, but I'm just speaking in general. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very easy to kind of like piece things together where it's like, oh, someone said this and then here's my response. But really, that wasn't the response. Right. Or to just change a name and someone's phone. And then Mm -hmm. it looks like text came from someone else. And also, it's just a small snip of an Mm -hmm. entire situation. Mm hmm. So I don't know. I mean, the things that he was saying, like, I don't necessarily agree with. Like, he's like, you know, these are my boundaries. If you're going to be in a relationship with me, like, I don't feel comfortable with you posting these pictures. Mm -hmm. She's a surfer. So a lot of her stuff was like in a bathing suit. He's like, I don't feel comfortable with this. And you're wearing like a thong bathing suit Mm -hmm. and you're hanging out with all these other surfer guys. So I don't agree with that. But that isn't super uncommon in a relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, again, I don't think that that's right, (laughs) right, but it's just like people can be controlling. Right. She just aired everything out. And then a lot of the stuff was her being like, okay, you're right. Like, I won't, I respect that. Like I won't Mm -hmm. post this. And I know that like, you know, you're just maybe trying to appease somebody but it just seemed so bizarre that she just was post. I don't know. It just is freaking weird. And it ranges from like text message, like huge long things from between the two of them. And then mm-hmm. also messages that she was, I'm guessing was between friends mm. or people who were like reaching out to her in support after she posted stuff oh. to memes, to <laughs> videos. to It was like oh my goodness. a lot. <laughs> so like the one thing 
She wrote, someone being an emotionally abusive partner doesn't mean they're a terrible person, parentheses, often stems from their own trauma. And at the same time, it doesn't mean it's okay. But also, (laughs) everything you posted and said, you're saying he's a terrible person. right? Like, she flat out is saying. She must have got, like, backlash or something. Right. And it's almost like, like, I don't know. I'm not even going to go through and read all this stuff. But it's just, like, so much of the, and you can look at it later if you want to. But, Mm -hmm. and then we go into stuff about, like, this upcoming movie or documentary that he's making with like a couples therapist I don't know and then it was just bizarro like it was bizarre so yeah I hope my ex has a daughter like yeah I don't it just seemed really like where did this where, come it from, seemed very of? manic and I know nothing about this girl no but then today I saw that Bethany Frankel, of course, shared her two cents. <laughs> but I think what she said was very valid. What'd she say? Where she's <laughs> like, you know, I don't know about this whole situation. I haven't dug super deep. I don't know these people. But, you know, where's the line? Mm-hmm. Like, is it okay to just start sharing right. text messages between people? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if we go back to messages that I've sent to, you know, like a boyfriend or mm-hmm. a friend, even it's mm-hmm. like someone could probably screenshot oh, yeah. that. Like, I, my, <laughs> my, my husband's definitely would have some very incriminating. <laughs> so it's like, is it fair to just take it's like that's in such a vacuum and right. to like take that one moment mm-hmm. and then throw that out and use it against someone? I know. I I really do wonder where like all this came from. Yeah. Like what triggered all this? Why we had to do this um about him? And I was looking through some of the um comments in Bethany Frankel's TikTok yeah. and people were like you know, he did clearly state his See, boundaries. Yeah, because when I, again, I haven't really, really looked into this, but when I first saw it, I was like, jerk. Mm-hmm. And then when I like read it and I was like, okay, these seem really like <laughs> ludicrous things to say, yeah. but he is telling her like, this is what I expect in right. a relationship. If you don't want to do that, then we don't have to be together. Right. But I don't know. Like, I don't Right. It's, and I'm not really saying that, like, I'm taking a side or right. one party is at fault and another one completely isn't. Like, I'm not even really doing that. It's just from the snippets that she posted, it's like, okay, yeah, that, what a, like, I know horrible it's way weird. to treat a right. partner. But also, it seems like that kind of started early on in their right. relationship. He said, hey, this is what I expect. This is what I'm comfortable with and not comfortable with. Like you said, if you don't like that, then we don't have to do this. Right. And she agreed to it. And maybe she was just in a cloud of like love and affection and agreed to it. And now she's looking back and she's like, oh, that was really damaging. Like after all the years, like I'm really suffering from this. But I guess how they literally dated like less than a year Mm -hmm. so they weren't even together like that long Mm -hmm. but it's like so what does posting this stuff 
get you? Like, does this make you feel better? I know. I do wonder about that. And I don't know if they don't. I don't know. I just feel like if I if I was famous, I would try to like not do that kind of yeah. stuff. Unless they're like physically abusive, you know, a rapist, you right. know, type things like that. Because, yeah, people should know about that. I I don't know. I did think this was a little weird, but I did see something about like fluently forward was talking about this one person that I don't know who they were. Mm-hmm. And they were like, how could this person like defend this situation, like defend Jonah Hill? They're never on the side of the woman. And then mm-hmm. I saw Celebrity Memoir Book Club put something out about that person, too. And I meant to look up who that person was. But um, so it seemed like a lot of people were taking her side. I just but I, I just I mean, I don't know. I I think I would agree. Like, okay, for for her, she was right. in a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. She is happy that she got out of it. I'm happy mm-hmm. that she did. It wasn't for her. Right. But like, I don't necessarily agree with how she went about doing this, it. especially since. So I got dates here. <laughs> they broke up in early 2002. 2022. <laughs> we're, they were nine years old when they were dating. <laughs> so it's really weird that she brings it up now. <laughs> um, 2022. And then he started dating the new girl that he now has a baby with about August of 22. And they've been together. And then, like I said, like June 2nd, they announced that they had this baby. So it's like, it's been you know, a year and a half since they mm-hmm. were together. Why post it now that when he's clearly moved on? Right. I Has guess he I, said anything yet? Not Do that not, I've not seen. That you know. I mean, I don't, and we're recording this on Monday, so maybe by Wednesday he would. I, I feel like it's in his best interest to not just to. not say yeah. <laughs> But it's just like, I don't know. How does that help you? How does that benefit you? I don't see how doing something like this would help you heal. Like, it's just. And then when she's like, I've had so many people, you know, say to me, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's great that you did this. It's great that you got out of that situation. You recognized that it was bad for you. But I just don't really see how it's a really like, I don't know. (laughs) I just don't. I don't think she's being like kind in this situation i don't think that it was really a situation where she needed to be like "Ah, gotcha Mm -hmm. like and like if you do know that he's got like some project coming out yeah it kind of reminds me of what just happened with that sophia culpo Culpo oh yeah and that what's his name starts with a B, I think. i don't even know because i didn't even know who he was no he's an athlete though right uh, maybe <laughs> I didn't really know who he was, but that then the Alex Earl thing, yeah, and she like that. comes out and is all like, he cheated basically and was saying like all this bad stuff about him, and it's like why I don't know about doing that like so publicly, and then of course people flood into comments and yeah. they're like getting death threat. I don't know if they're getting death threats, but the way people will flood into the comments. Mm-hmm. And that was only her perspective right? of what happened. And then he had to, like, come out then and be like, he kind of said, like, a more mature thing than she did. But it just is weird to, like, do that to people I, and in I the just, public eye. Even though, you know, we obviously aren't to the level of any of these people where we mm-hmm. have any type of, like, real following. But, like, even... 
I still wouldn't do that. Like, no. I would never, if we had our own personal social medias and we were scorned by right. a lover. <laughs> right. Like, I would never go out and be like, look, let me screenshot all this. Right. Let me post it. And so you can all see how horrible. Like, I just would never do that. No. So I guess, I don't know. I don't see how holding that, especially for this girl, like a year and a half later, mm -hmm. like how is that helpful for you? I could see she did post a couple things um, of her like surfing or in a bikini or mm -hmm. whatever. And she's like, I couldn't post this before right. because of who I was with. Like, I think that's okay. You know, I know. you want to yeah. say that you want, you know, Good this is you. a freeing moment. No, I agree with that, too. And I do think, like, some of the stuff that Jonah Hill allegedly had told her was a little weird considering mm -hmm. she is a surfer. Yeah, like, I that's agree. Just so bizarre to me. I'm like, um, that's her job. Right. Like, you can't wear a, I don't know, tuxedo while you're surfing. Right. Like, oh, no, that was weird. But. I know. I agree. Um, But I just also thought, like, and I double counted it was when I looked on like Saturday or whenever I text you about it Saturday or Sunday Saturday I think I double checked and it was 56 posts to her insta story Dang. like that is that's, that's like a manic level to me mm -hmm. of like you just were kind of unhinged whatever triggered this like right. you just kept going and going and going and going like 56 in the span right. of like how long like I couldn't see yeah. the whole time but it is hard to like you're saying with the text messages because it's like if I got one bad text from my husband and then I posted it I'm not showing all the crazy things that I right. was manically you know, texting I know him. there was one I think that there was one that um, I screenshotted it and I can't remember. Maybe I didn't. But it seemed like it was after. No, it was. Where was the one? There was a date on it. It was like after they had even broken up. So it's like it almost. It, here. 831.22. So that looks to be about the time when he got with this new girl. Mm -hmm. And she snipped it. So it's only what he said. Mm -hmm. Nothing what she had said before. And he said, even the person I loved and shared a bed with uses me and can't just be like, yeah, you were super nice. It hurts so badly, but I'm done apologizing. It was so lovely i was so lovely to you that's all we have right so it almost i mean when i see that and she put a date of august of 22 to me it almost seems like she was like still you know saying stuff to right. him like clearly they weren't together he had moved on mm -hmm. did she see that did she get upset like why right. were you still reaching out to him like what right. was the context of this because when you isolate that one thing right. like i don't you know, I don't know. It just is. I, we're not seeing the full picture. No. And I will be curious to see if he ends up saying anything. I want his screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> Probably deleted him. <laughs> it's just that's what's weird, too. It's like, I don't if you why would you keep this? Like, did you know, screenshot is... it at the time? Did right. you did you keep these text threads for mm -hmm. a year and a half? Like, I just. 
I don't, I don't, I guess I just don't understand what you're hoping to gain from this. Right. Like, do you want him canceled? Yeah. Or what's the situation? I wonder if Heather McDonald was saying it. I know. I'll have <laughs> to see. And then, like, I saw that people, you know, they just dive into the wormhole. <laughs> and they started posting stuff about, like, things that Seth Rogen has said about Jonah Hill. <laughs> and, again, it's kind of, like, taken out of context, mm-hmm. too. And, you know, I don't know Jonah Hill. All right. I know is him from... You know, his movie roles, and I also know with some of the interviews that he's given where, like, people always gave him so much crap about, okay, he was the fat, funny guy, and then he lost weight, and people are like, you're not the fat, funny guy anymore. Right. We liked you more before. And that clearly is a huge insecurity for him. So from what I have seen from little snippets, and, like, he's not my favorite person of all time, so I haven't, like, dug into his life. But, like, it seems to me, like, it's clear that he is an insecure person. Yeah, it definitely seems that way. And didn't he say like a little while ago, like he wasn't going to do press anymore because mm-hmm. it just upsets him and is so bad on his anxiety. And he's like, I'm not doing it anymore. So clearly he has struggles with that type of stuff. Right. So then also with the stuff that he's saying and being kind of controlling in a relationship. And he even said in some of the texts, like, you know, that's a trigger for me. It makes me feel, Mm -hmm. you know, uncomfortable, whatever. Like it's an issue for him that maybe he is or isn't working through. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, if you know that (laughs) if you know, he has anxiety, it seems like he's being pretty open about like these are, vulnerabilities of his Mm -hmm. that he's kind of overcompensating for with a partner like right i don't i don't know (laughs) if you weren't happy you're not you weren't happy you got out wonderful just leave it at that Mm -hmm. i don't i guess maybe talk to your therapist about it yeah like and then she threw out too something about like being bipolar like okay, like, is that where this is all stemming from? Like, I don't, it was just bizarre. Like, I saw the E! News alert pop up, and I was like, this is weird. And then the more I read into it, I'm like, this is really freaking weird. I know, it was getting pretty intense. I need, like, a real breakdown of it to understand what the heck's going on. It was like, you know what it kind of reminded me of? You know, when that person that we went to school with kind of had their, like, mental break, and they would post all this weird stuff mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. It just is like. Oh, Felt like that. Yes. Yeah, that could very well be. And since we kind of had like that weird experience with that, mm-hmm. I feel like we can maybe notice that more than yeah. everybody, than some other people who are just on this bandwagon of. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we'll just have to see how it develops. Yeah, we will. Have if to he see. does respond, if he doesn't, I don't know. I know. Well, and then that's the thing too that sucks about all that. Then it becomes like this war. Like if he comes out with all, like I don't know, his version of stuff or like stuff that she said, then it's like everybody's gonna flip around, right, and I then know. they're gonna come attack the girl. Because and... that's also what Bethany Frankel said, which mm-hmm. was so interesting. She was like, you know. When everything first started happening with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and just Amber was mm-hmm. putting stuff out there, it was one-sided and everybody was on the Amber train. Right. Then we got to trial and actually got more of the full mm-hmm. story and the script flipped. And mm-hmm. then it was like everybody's on the Johnny train. Yes. So it is so like 
you know, it you only are going to show what benefits you. Right. And and it's like you're only going to come at it like anybody who agrees with her maybe was in a similar experience. Mm-hmm. But some people are going to agree with him. Like, no, I think that's normal to say there's boundaries yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And it just I feel like it just depends on how <laughs> like your what your experience what with something. Through. Yeah. Well, it's so weird. I mean, now we're like going really deep into this. <laughs> it is like but an is, interesting. Yeah. And it's like we don't know anything about him. Maybe no. he also got out of this relationship and was like, wow, like, look how I acted. Mm-hmm. Look at the things that I need to work on. I am going to do that. And I am going to be better in my next relationship. Right. And like, we don't know what his relationship is with his current partner. Right. Obviously, they, you know, made the decision to have a child together. So, it seems like it's right. positive. <laughs> right. So it's like, does it now like weirdly affect their relationship because she's right. coming out and saying this stuff and maybe she is experiencing it or maybe she's not. And she's right. like, what the heck is this? Like, right. it, I, it all blows up into so much something so much bigger than what people initially think. Right. And I definitely think it probably should have stayed private yeah i agree if you want to send all these things to your friends then mm-hmm. go ahead and do that but i don't think it's necessary to post it you know 56 screenshots when i last checked there could have been more don't know you know that is that's that is wild <laughs> it's a lot but anyway interesting um should we take a sh- little break yes let's take a break okay <laughs> We're back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes it doesn't put an ad in there, even though like I add our um, one ad. The so then sometimes it's like, all it's right, just... we're back. <laughs> After one After second, one... less than a second. <laughs> I know. But I've heard it does that like when I'm listening to some other like semi smaller podcasts, right. still bigger than us, but it'll do that to them mm-hmm. too. So it makes me feel <laughs> a little better. <laughs> anyway so you were reading a new book I was reading a new book I well we wanted to talk about the Kardashians we've been kind of wishy-washy on it because I guess we have like mixed emotions yeah (laughs) but I conveniently got Kris Jenner's book to listen to on um audio or whatever Mm -hmm. but I will say the book is very outdated yeah because it i came out in like 2011 or 2012 yeah when I looked it up because i looked it up too after you told mm-hmm. me and i'm like when was that released i know and then i just saw the photo over on the cover i'm like oh it was a while ago <laughs> many surgeries <laughs> but this book was not at all what i was expecting i thought this was gonna be like a freaking mj's chocolate chip cookie <laughs> recipe or this is how you clean a granite countertop and this is how you clean a marble it was not that i wouldn't say at all but not to that extent at all like the beginning was kind of like totally chris yeah and the end was totally chris but the middle was so juicy we got the whole oj simpson trial like this is like a literal true crime book (laughs) like i was blown away i was not expecting all that i mean she went through the timeline of everything about when she met nicole and oh my gosh 
it was wild. It was so interesting. Like that whole section. I mean, and then, you know, it like went in when like, oh, and she had this kid and this Mm -hmm. kid and that kid and the divorce and blah, blah, blah. But it was wild. And it was so interesting to think about. Well, because I didn't really know this. I knew she knew OJ from Rob or Robert Kardashian. Oh, yeah. But also, I don't know if you knew this because I didn't know it. So after those two split up, um, OJ was also friends with Caitlyn Jenner. And so they were a couple friend again with Nicole and OJ. Wow, that's a really interesting dynamic. (laughs) So she like was double couple friend up, like going on vacations with the four of them, like Robert and stuff. Yeah. And then after all that, then they were going on vacations with Caitlyn and all of them. It was wild. But it was so interesting. And just, I mean, and then I was just kind of like thinking about it too. Like just that whole social circle, Mm -hmm. like with OJ and everything was just wild to like, that must've, it's like obviously that rocked America, but the way it would affect your friend group. Like I've never really truly thought about that to have like your best friend murdered and then your other good friend is being accused of it like it was just wild to think well, about and how that would divide friends yes. too and she said it it really did and it was weird she's like these people had relationships with this whole time we mm-hmm. weren't speaking because everybody had taken a side i mean it was just wild and just the way like Nicole like tried to I mean I don't have to go like too in deep in it but she was told Chris like he's gonna kill me and get away with it like multiple times and the whole time in the book she kept saying I really didn't know I like I guess I'm sure she gets that a lot like why didn't you help Nicole Mm -hmm. you know she's like I really did not know like I'm not kidding you she must have said that like 30 times like again I did not understand the gravity of this I did not understand this but in a way too it is tough because you these are these like kept housewives Mm -hmm. and OJ is this super likable guy and America likes him Yeah, yeah it's like no, she probably didn't want to believe it herself. And she did say Nicole didn't say a lot, but she would like say stuff like that. And she always and Nicole thought someone was stalking her. Oh, my God. It was really did sad. Did you as like a small pivot, but still about mm-hmm. Nicole. Did you listen to that one episode of Juicy Scoop where Heather McDonald had? I yeah, don't even that know that lady. Yes. On there, and they were talking about how she knew him yes, too but it was so interesting because yes. i mean it kind of goes to what you yeah. what you just said chris said where she was like you know not like earlier that year at new year's like i was there with them and they're this like happy couple right. so it did really seem like they were very tumultuous up and down yeah that's what Chris kind of ended up she's like now I really understand what she was going through but uh, I once you're like a friend and you're in that especially when you're friends with the couple yes like you have so many amazing times and you you see so many amazing facets of their relationship but then like you don't always see what happens behind closed doors and then if your friend kind of tells you little snippets you're like 
oh, okay, but like, you know, me and my husband get through those things. Right. And then, well, we just went to Cabo together. Right. You know, like, it's so easy to kind of dismiss that, I it think. It was. And I th- and I do think she lives with a lot of regret mm-hmm. about that situation. But, I mean, she was, like, explaining, like, I just didn't think that was ever going to happen. If I ever would have thought that would happen. Yeah. I wouldn't have. And not to make any type of excuses or anything, but that was a different time too. I know. You know? It, it really was. And I feel like that social circle, yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot of like corrupt things yeah, happening. Like, not again, it's horrible, but I'm sure there were quite a few husbands who like laid hands on their right. wives. And then all the cheating and yeah. stuff. And so it's not it's, to it's say it was tough. commonplace, no. but like, I think it just, it happened a lot more and it was kept more under wraps. Right. And it's not like Nicole could get on Facebook yeah. or Instagram. Right. And where so all this it's stuff. like, you know, if this were ha- to happen today, like if you came and told me about, you know, horrible things or you felt like you were being stalked, your husband's going right. to freaking kill you. I'd be like, whoa. Right. Like we need to do something. I know. Especially with like the way we talk about true crime now. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just feel like, it's such more of an open yeah, situation so to true. talk about than back then. And I just, that part of the book was very, and but, of course that's just from her perspective, yeah. but I mean, it, it was is so good. sad, you know, it obviously was. the whole situation is sad, but just specifically with Chris, like to be the friend. I know. And, and she's then, like, it consumed everything yeah. about me. And she's like, and it would be weird. When I was around, you know, my ex-husband. Yeah, because he was a lawyer for him. Yeah. And she's like, I, we'd be like, are you wired? And then he'd be like, um, are you wired? You know, it was like they couldn't even yeah. have like good conversation. And what a horrible position for Robert to Kardashian to I be know, into. I know. I think, I know. I did feel like she had a, um, talked pretty like sympathetic for him. Yeah. She's like, I just... She's like, I couldn't understand why he was doing that. But then I understood that he was his friend. Mm-hmm. And I guess that later there was like a Barbara Walters interview and Rob Kardashian or Robert Kardashian did end up saying I did have doubt, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That part of it was awesome. But <laughs> out of nowhere. it literally did. I'm like, no way. Like we just got the like dates, play by plays from the trial. Well, it and- was her memoir. <laughs> um there was a couple other things i wanted to talk to um it makes a lot of sense i mean we know that chris jenner has like a major work ethic Mm -hmm. but that really did truly start from like her grandma to her mom and that men just weren't really a part of the life their Mm -hmm. life the way women were and just like that really strong like women work ethic that I think really comes through obviously in the girls Mm -hmm. and that was kind of interesting too and she um her dad like left but then she ended up having like a relationship with them later oh and her well her grandma left the dad because he was unfaithful and like kind of just did everything on her own and then her dad left her mom but then she ends up reconnecting with him and then he ends up getting a car accident and passing away. Mm. And she has this stepdad, though, that she considered her dad. But then he ends up passing away. Oh my goodness. She's like been plagued by like really death. tragic yeah. deaths. It is so interesting because, you know, for especially for her grandmother, like it wasn't commonplace no. for women to just do stuff on their own. No. Like, no, I'm leaving. Yeah. And, and I'll make it work. Like, yeah, Chris even said that. Yeah. She's like, no, like I'm. <laughs> I'm doing this thing. Yeah. So, 
yeah, it really does make sense that she's so driven and everything that she does, really. <sighs> yes, it does. There is, I'm going to say something kind of controversial. This is my hot take, just taking away from the book. Okay. I don't think she really loved Robert Kardashian. Ooh. I know this. Is, I think she, I mean, she loved him, but not in the like burning desire. What and makes gonna, you say that? She was 17 when they met. Oh, really? I didn't know that. And he was 17 or 16, in my opinion, but definitely 17. And But they didn't start dating until she was 18, allegedly. Because he's older, right? Yeah, I think he's like 12 years older. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah, so he was like older than she was. And then they got married. Well, they kind of had like a back and forth thing. But he's like, I can give you anything you want Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 money wise. And then they got married. She basically has four kids right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, then she's like 30 and ends up having this first affair, or this only affair. I don't know if I believe that she only had one affair. <laughs> but because so looks, Christina was gorgeous. No, she was. And so she had this affair with this like 22-year-old guy, which I'm pretty sure everybody knows at yeah. this point from the book and stuff. And she really was like saying, you know, I just... I, there was no like desire anymore in our relationship wow. and I just didn't feel good. And she's like, I really, she really regrets it though. But I think the biggest thing she regrets in my opinion is that she didn't love Robert the way he loved yeah. her. And, but I mean, if you think about it, we see this kind of happen a lot where it's like this 18 year old girl or just a young person mm-hmm. gets married and then all of a sudden they're 30 and they're they're still young yeah and like, they've crap. wasted all mm-hmm. this time not wasted time but it's like she had to go from being like a teenager to a mom yeah. immediately to all these kids and I just feel like well and especially <laughs> in this situation like Robert would have been in his 40s mm-hmm. she he might be like at a different pace slowing, of life. Yeah, slowing down. And she kind of says that too. She's like, I wanted to like, and his social life was so important to her mm-hmm. that I feel like maybe he wasn't on yeah. that level like she was. And, um, but that's, that was a hot take. You know, it is sad because like, I think it's really easy to look back, like, especially for the kids to look back and be like, oh my gosh, what an idyllic, Yes. Like marriage and relationship. And, you know, it was so awful when they got divorced. Mm-hmm. And I think that it hasn't she even said that she does like regret like how all the stuff with yes. the divorce was handled and everything. And that did make it really hard on the kids, obviously. But I think it also made it hard because, like you said, he did like really love and care about her. I know. I think. And I just feel like she just did not feel that way for him. And I feel like that just that's her biggest regret. Like, I really wish I could have just loved you, mm-hmm. but she can't like fully say that. Yeah. <laughs> because that's it, would hurt her kid. it is. And I felt really bad. And I also felt like she really loved Caitlin mm-hmm. more, which is so interesting. I know but- that was my take. It just seemed like they had more fun together that she just really felt like alive with him. I don't but know. You know, from, and we don't know, obviously, how things were fully <laughs> right. for them, like, when, before the show. Mm-hmm. But 
when the show started, and I know some of the stuff was for the camera, yeah. but like clearly Chris wore the pants oh, in yeah. that relationship. And she basically made him who he was. You know what I mean? Like obviously yeah. he was the Olympic, but she really went in and resurged his career for and sure. made the money. And the thing too was they, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of like, feel like the Kardashians act like they came from this very humble beginning, mm-hmm. but that's not the case at like all. Like Robert had money. Yeah. He, like, he was she, a very successful And lawyer. then she, so when she went to Caitlyn, there wasn't a lot of money, quote mm-hmm. unquote. But then she got them to the point where they were living this fabulous life. Yeah, because she was, I think... And I didn't read the book, but just from stuff that we've heard Mm -hmm. over the years, it's like once she got the divorce, it was like, okay, now I am on my own and I have to figure things out. That basically what happened, like he cut her off like Robert did, which I mean, he should. I think he was trying to teach her a lesson too. Like, oh, you're going to leave. What do you got? And she basically had to rebuild by herself. But But then when she, yeah, I think she probably did marry for love with Caitlin, then Bruce. Yeah, she and in the book, she does refer to Caitlin as Bruce because this was before the transition. Yeah. So if I do accidentally say Bruce, it's because I'm not trying to pass. Right. And in the book and everything and just how we knew him. I thought and maybe this was brought. I'm sure it was brought up about the transition and stuff in the Mm -hmm. book. No, it wasn't. This was was, before. Oh, it was. Right. You're right. Oh, she yeah, oh, the, and there's one. like, I know, I that's what I was gonna say. I would love to because so much has happened in yeah. the past 10 years, and two things that didn't age well were <laughs> she talked about Lamar, oh, <laughs> Chloe's God. wedding, Chris Humphreys. Oh, god, <laughs> like this did not, <laughs> and that's the thing, too. It kind of like ended in that area before the epilogue, which was the epilogue was interesting. But it's like, I feel like she could have, because it kind of ends in a way where like the show starts and how the show started. And then she's like, and then I'm going to catch you up. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, we have these weddings. And I felt like to to touch on like the transition thing, mm-hmm. like what we saw in the show with that, like, I mean, that was so challenging for yes. Chris. I mean, for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. But for Chris, like, especially with what you said, like, mm-hmm. sh- this was the the man that mm-hmm. she married and loved because mm-hmm. she loved him. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. That's what I took in, from it. <laughs> but like then to realize like, wow, like mm-hmm. that was a lie or like it wasn't right. what I thought it was or, you know, like what a jarring experience. I know, I, I know that is the thing too. Like I, there's obviously Kris Jenner is problematic, but mm-hmm. I do feel like there was a love there and I can't imagine that going through that type of situation and, yeah. you know, and I didn't read Caitlin's book, but no, I think I, it, I do remember that it felt like that she was like not as forgiving on Chris. So I do think it would. I, I just felt like, and I, again, I didn't read the book, whatever, but like, how could there not be animosity there? Right. Like from both sides, honestly, right. you know? And mm-hmm. I just think it's one of those things where it's like, 
you're never really going to reach a point where you are bestie. Right. Like it's not the same. There's just going to be too much deep rooted hurt mm-hmm. from both parties. And I don't really think like from Chris's side, what we saw publicly, like she never pushed blame no. on Caitlin because, you know, I think she realized, okay, that wouldn't be good for my public image, right. but also it's just unfair to do that. Right. But I think that she like, from her emotional standpoint, it would have been well within her right to feel that way. I know. And I remember Caitlin had made the comment like, well, we would still be married if Chris would have been more accepting, allegedly. And it was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I I do think that if the transition didn't happen, they would still be married. Mm-hmm. Like, I do really feel like Maybe the way it was handled and everything just really put like a wedge between them. But would Caitlin be happy with that? Right. You know, I I don't. And it doesn't seem like Chris would have been happy with that situation either. So it seems like it was best for both to just go their separate ways. If that was the decision that, you know, Caitlin wanted to move forward with and be themselves like wonderful great Mm -hmm. but like it's not really fair to push that on your wife i know okay well you know you are the one that caused this because no and i just think like i don't really know caitlin's kind of been out of the public eye a lot in recent years and like will pop up with like a random comment about Mm -hmm. some random thing some political thing yeah (laughs) but like it so I have no idea their her relationship status, but like Chris has moved on with Corey, mm-hmm. and from we, what we see, she has a very like loving relationship. Yeah, it there. does seem that way. Like he seems to kind of like worship her. Yeah, which I <laughs> good for her. But I think that that is what Chris yes. is looking for because even with Bruce, it was like she wore the pants. Bruce was so like. Not like subservient isn't the right word, but very catering towards what right. Chris wanted. Right. And in her relationship with Robert, in her marriage with him, it was like he was the one that had more of the control. Right. So I just think Chris is so such a strong-headed woman. She definitely does. And she's in this place right now where she does not need a man for money yeah. in her lifestyle. So it's like she can kind of have a guy who's a little more... Just there to worship her. Yeah, because I'm. And what isn't Corey involved in the music industry? Yeah, I think somehow? something like that. But obviously, Whatever that Chris means. is. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is the one with the money. There's one last thing I wanted to say about Faye Morley corrupt Faye Rasting. <laughs> I didn't know this part. I knew she came out with a book after the passing of Nicole, but in the book, she talks about how they had like this hot, steamy affair why yeah that part i didn't know and i was like oh she's morally corrupt <laughs> like i get why she's called that now but other than that i mean if we want to do that book it would, book club, it would be very interesting okay. but so i won't get more into detail but i do think it was just really interesting to hear about chris yeah it wasn't i mean there was definitely a lot of like kim is so beautiful yeah type <laughs> stuff like there was that stuff yeah. in there but it was I was not expecting it to be actually just about Chris. Yeah. And so it was just interesting to get like the backstory on. I think, I mean, I have a lot of respect for her. I know that 
you know, she does some things and you're like, okay, just for the money, whatever, what the heck, blah, blah, blah. But like, she is a very intelligent woman. I know. She has made this empire. I know. And she stopped at nothing to do it. Like, yeah. even if there wasn't a sex tape, she would have found yeah, a way. It's I like, think. if there wasn't this, um, you know, OJ trial, I still think they could have mm-hmm. been famous in some way. I mean, even just with the reality show, she's just like, People kept telling us, you guys need to have a reality mm-hmm. show. And she just like waltzes into Ryan Seacrest, yeah. allegedly. And it's like, let's do it. And yeah. he's like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I think. So I think they still would have been famous regardless because she had that drive. Yeah, her. I agree. I mean, I. they always say like the devil works hard, but Chris <laughs> Jenner works, works harder. <laughs> oh, like, she you, do. You have to just kind of respect that, even if you don't agree with all the decisions or things that she, she does. does or the family does. It's mm-hmm. like they really do. They work, you know. They do. They take every opportunity yeah, and run with it. Even if their work looks different, different from right. work that, you know, the quote unquote you know. normal person does, like it still is you know, a lot. And even honestly, like, we're kind of transitioning now because we made the difficult decision to start watching. <laughs> See, we weren't going to. Well, first of all, we've been watching this show for since the it conception. started. Yeah, <laughs> and I think like the newer seasons, even when it was still on E, yeah. it was kind of hard to watch just because they were such a diff. It's just different now. We needed it's- a break. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't even remember when I stopped watching. It was, and then I'd like watch here and there. Yeah, or obvious. Which we had kind of discussed about with social media. Yeah, I was like, we already star. know this Yeah, we stuff. already know. So it didn't seem like there was a point to really watch anymore. But we kind of wanted to get out of the Bravo universe <laughs> a little bit with what we're watching. Try something different. So we decided to start watching the most recent uh, I know. Um, season of the Kardashians. I did watch the first season when it came out. Oh, did I you? Did, it looks like I started the second season but did not finish, finish it. And it. then... We're I do remember you talking to me about it and I'd be like, oh, I didn't watch, but I did hear about mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't watch anything. But what I was going to say initially was with them working, even creating the reality show, it is challenging, you mm-hmm. know, and I think at this point, it's like so second nature that you don't even notice the cameras. You right. Know, they wouldn't anymore. But it's like it's hard to to share your life like that. Like Mm -hmm. even with us making the podcast, like I feel uncomfortable even sharing some personal things because I'm just like, who's listening? What are people going to think? It's hard. (laughs) It is hard. And then just to like open yourself up to that all the time for like what? 20 years, like 15 years. Maybe because it was started in 2007, right? Yeah, it would have been about there because we would have, it would have been about when we were starting high school, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So yeah, we've been we've been ride or dies for a long time. We <laughs> took kind of a break. It did know, just with, get hard. Yeah, and it's like, and with that being said, we don't agree with everything the Kardashians do. Right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I guess we just wanted to kind of go through there's been seven episodes Mm -hmm. and we binged it which was a little (laughs) challenging to do but we got through them and then we'll I don't know if we'll I don't think we need to do this like every week we can probably just watch a few and it's just kind of like fun to just run through it yeah (laughs) so we might sprinkle some stuff in here and there um I will say full disclosure 
Courtney used to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. I loved Courtney. I loved Courtney and Scott, even mm-hmm. though there were a lot of tough times. I loved them. I thought they were so funny together. I loved Courtney and Chloe take Miami. I mm-hmm. loved Courtney and Chloe, or Courtney and Kim take New York. Like I loved Courtney. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really know when things started to change for me. I think it was really toward like the real end of her and Scott's relationship. And I think a lot of it too was just like I was getting older myself and starting to have different mm-hmm. feelings about her actions, I guess, mm-hmm. or just realize, just seeing it in a different light. I just don't like, I can't stomach some of the stuff that she does mm-hmm. now. And honestly, like I just find her very boring and I fast forwarded through a lot of her content because mm-hmm. I just can't do it now with like, mm-hmm. I just can't do it. I don't even know. I don't have a hatred for her, but I'm just like, girl, I can't listen to you talk about your lummy vitamins. Mm-hmm. I do. the This whole like season, it was better than I, or what episodes are at now? It was better than I thought it was, but honestly, the whole kind of thing is a little bit boring. Yeah, there's not really they, much going no, on. No, and it's like, they do, they don't, I don't know. It's weird because they're like, we show so much, but you're kind of not. They're only, they're all only showing certain things. And I know they're like producers mm-hmm. now, so they're like picking and choosing what's done, mm-hmm. but it's like. Well, Kylie and Kendall aren't doing anything. No, they're like, honest. They're barely nothing. even on yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, I don't even know why they bother anymore. Unless there's like a group dinner or something, have them mm-hmm. on there. But it's just like. I I think that, like, I don't even think Courtney was really on the first episode. No, she hasn't been on it and much. And she could totally not be on it. On I know. It. I think it would, if it was literally just Chris, Chloe, Kim, you know. Scott fine you know it could that would be the whole show and then like you said sprinkle other people in there when like things are happening or get their takes mm-hmm. or whatever but like i just don't find like i i like kylie and kendall but i don't really care that they're no i guess stick i want to like <laughs> see more from them yeah i would rather they're, see right, more it's like what they're giving us is just like Oh, let's ride the horse. It's I'm just a horse girl. But I think it's, it's like, interesting because there Kim even it was almost like they're doing more of the breaking of the fourth wall, which Yeah, which I think I think was the point kind of of switching right. to Hulu versus E. But like when she was I don't remember what episode it was, but when it was her, Chloe and Scott on the couch and they mm-hmm. were all talking and they were talking about that, how like people are saying we only show what we right. want to show. And Kim's like, we give so much like I agree that you and Chloe do give a lot. Mm-hmm. You do. But it's like you still are only showing what you want to. And I don't even like for Kim and Chloe, especially, I don't even think that it's something that they're like you know, consciously doing. I think that they're just so used to like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to be strong right now. Mm-hmm. Like I might cry in the bathroom by myself mm-hmm. later, but I'm not going to do it on camera and I'm not going to do it in front of my family. And I, 
So we don't see the full picture. Right. It's like we're just seeing like Kim doing business things. Mm-hmm. Which and, I like, find Chloe. interesting. No, honestly. and it is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Chloe kind of like, you know, being honest about her skin cancer thing, but we're not, she's not talking about, and it's like, I understand that too. Like Kim, I mean, she talked about Kanye a little bit, but it's Mm -hmm. like you, it's hard to like put stuff out there about like other famous people. I know. So it's like, I understand that, but also, you know, for Chloe, that could be a really relatable topic to talk about that type of stuff, like getting cheated on yeah. and trying to raise this baby. And I do think she tried a little bit when she was talking about like surrogacy is hard. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of came off bad. I know. I um, I think it did. I think it must have been that last season when they like when she got the baby and she was just like, yeah, because you. I think we saw it on yeah, and something, or maybe I just watched that episode. I don't know, but um, this time, you know, she did kind of like open up a little bit more, and I guess I was kind of like, was it the surrogacy or was it the fact that you were having it with this guy? But the thing, the whole thing with that was really bizarre. It was because it was like, you know, she clearly says I don't want to be with him we're not Mm going to be in a relationship that's the reason why I got a surrogate was because I wanted my kids to have the same dad Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to sleep with him and get pregnant right like it wasn't like Kim where it was medically she shouldn't have another baby herself so (laughs) that's just like you could have not done that like no one forced you into Mm -hmm. surrogacy you could have chosen to just have the baby yourself or you could have just waited until you found somebody else that you right. actually cared about and wanted to have a baby with like mm-hmm. so the whole but I do appreciate how she was opening up a little bit and saying like it feels very transactional right and it's uncomfortable because this woman just birthed this child I know and she was basically seemed like she was alone like Tristan wasn't there yeah and it's was like they weren't allowed? even right like, I don't know <laughs> I know we don't know any of that part of it because, I mean, she didn't really talk about it, but it does feel like, I don't know, It I did like to hear about that, but it was just like a bad situation. I yeah. feel like that was what was causing the baby and Yeah, and just like, stuff. and just how she just talked about it and even where she'd like clearly look kind of irritated or let out right. a sign, it's like okay like can you pretend that you love the baby I know know. and it's like it's hard to like judge her because I just feel like there's probably just like a lot of negative like energy around this it's like then he freaking still went through with the surrogacy thing even though he got that other girl pregnant and it's like I feel like she really let that hinder her um relationship with the baby and I'm sure it's probably better now yeah I mean it's not like she's being neglectful in any way but I mean she was honest and saying how like this was not what I wanted yeah yeah like or this I didn't want it to have to be like this yeah but um something I kind of noticed too from the book since we're talking about the sons is how like I feel like the men are just such side pieces mm-hmm. to them. Like, they don't really matter. And I feel like I kind of even noticed that, like, just, like, on social media, like, they always post pictures of their daughters, yeah. but never the sons, it feels like. And I just, I don't know. I just feel like the way they have men in their life are just not 
an important piece to them. Yeah, it and to be honest, it almost felt a little bit like that with Rob. Yes, like he was the lo- I mean, I remember Kim would say some pretty nasty yeah, things I mean, they, to him. The only one that was like nice to him was Chloe. Well, yeah, it's like he was this de- it's like why is the mom giving him money? He's, yeah, he's a, deadbeat. a deadbeat idiot brother. Yeah, yeah, it's like they just don't I don't know, they have such a weird relationship with men. Yeah, and even just with in their romantic relationships yes. you know it's just so like i don't need a man i know like, but i'll have you right. you know and just with like with some of the stuff that kim has said about kanye mm-hmm. recently where she's like like when she was talking to chris i think she was like mm-hmm. you know this he accused me of infidelity our whole marriage and mm-hmm. people don't know what we went through okay but you guys were married for quite a long time yeah you had four children with I know him. you kept having kids yeah with them. so and I don't blame her for that no. but it's just like you know were you both kind of using each other a little bit I know like, I, I know it does kind of feel that way it's like I know we've talked about this before but it just feels like it's really important for them to have their kids to all have the same dad right. and you, versus like, like what is this family I'm bringing these kids into yeah. do I love this person are we a good fit I you mean know? everything with Courtney and Scott I mean that was the beginning of it where mm-hmm. she just kept popping out babies and like her their relationship was not stable mm-hmm. and even Scott was like you want another one like are right. you gonna keep do like what are right. we doing right and she wouldn't commit to him wouldn't commit to him but that's fine you didn't want to commit mm-hmm. he clearly did and i think it's good that she didn't everything worked right. out the way it was supposed to but it was just like she really just wanted the kids i know have you heard i like okay <laughs> this is conspiracy okay <laughs> <laughs> um have you heard like the rumors, which I remember hearing a while ago that Scott had a really hard time bonding with Rain and that he wasn't sure if he was a dad. And then there's and then I heard, you know, that was a rumor that I didn't even believe that Justin yeah. Bieber was yeah, <laughs> the dad. But when you see yeah. this little kid, I can't unsee it. I'm I like, know that looks like Justin Bieber. <laughs> I mean, you gotta like wonder, like I could just I don't know. You've got to wonder. I know. I'm just saying. You've got I'm just to wonder. Putting it out I know. There. Well, and things were murky there. They for were a, while, a little, especially you know? around that time. Because yeah. I feel like she wanted to not be with him anymore, but she wanted, wanted more a kids. Kid. So it's kind of like we're in this like limbo. But thing. that's it's just so. It's almost just I don't maybe I'm sure that people that are in the public I do this exact same. Right. Thing. I mean, we see it with people who like, whatever. But. It's just like that isn't a good reality. Like no. who else does that? Like, right? Uh, yeah, I don't like him, but um, I, want I still kids. want more kids. So, or it's like when we're not together, it'll be easier for everybody as the same two parents. It's just bizarre. I know. I think it's weird. And again, we don't really actually know what's going through their but head. There's but there's clearly still, the pattern. Yeah, I like mean, even with all of them, Kylie have, got back with yeah, Travis, Travis, another kid. Which I don't. To me, that does seem a little bit different, but mm-hmm. I could be completely off base. I mean, she still did have two kids, same baby daddy. Now they're not together. Right. And Chloe, they were broken up and then got back yeah. together. And then all of a sudden she's pregnant again. Right. It's just, 
there's clearly a pattern with the four of them. Right. And yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting. To it is interesting. About. Um, I thought Scott seemed really sad. I know. I think that he really is needed for the show. I mean, he brings in the comic relief too. I find him just like his little things interesting, I but know. I completely agree. He I was... do feel like they're not utilizing him. Yes, though. I do. It's like, yeah. oh, he's back, but only to like, hang out with Chloe for a, sec. For a minute yeah. yeah I know I feel like they should utilize him more even just and maybe it's... he doesn't really want to do it but it just I wish they could work more with what they yeah. have with them I guess Um, I thought he looked he looked very tired yeah he looked just really tired and sad and <laughs> I have just always really sympathized with Scott and mm-hmm. like I've always sympathized for stuff with Connie too way before he and Kim were even together right I just feel like I just I don't know why I have these like bizarro bonds but just with like Kanye like I think about how his mother died in such a traumatic mm-hmm. way and how that like deeply affected mm-hmm. him and with Scott like you know more recently well not more recently now it's probably been like seven years or something his parents both died Mm -hmm. very soon after one another and he's a fellow only child yes and how he was so consumed in that family and i feel like he just really wanted to have a big family of his own that Mm -hmm. like loved him and he went through obviously a lot of troubling times Mm -hmm. that he needed to work through himself Mm -hmm. and I don't think it was anybody else's job to do that for him right but like you know it just felt like he kind of felt lost yeah I definitely think that too and then now so his parents are dead he doesn't really have a whole lot of other family or at least family that he's close with probably not in LA area yeah and then he and Courtney break up and then you know, she's out dating that, what was that guy's name? Eunice. Eunice. This hot younger guy trips in all over yachts. He's with obviously all these other girls that like probably mean didn't nothing. even mean anything. Yeah. It was just a rotation. He went through a spiral. And it's like he kind of like lost his whole family. I know. And I do think it got tricky too because for Courtney I feel like she wanted like space and everything but then the family kept bringing him around Mm -hmm. and then she it seemed like she really like put her foot down Mm -hmm. and didn't want him around as much and then he kind of like didn't really have anything yeah and then he wasn't on the show so I don't know if we just weren't seeing him around the family I mean it just I think that he did go through a lot of very challenging times like mentally Mm -hmm. and obviously with his like stuff with substance abuse and everything and the wake up call after Lamar. But it's just like, he just doesn't have like a real place, you know? And he got Mm -hmm. that one show about like flip it like Disick Mm -hmm. that had like one season, maybe Mm -hmm. two. I didn't watch it. He started that clothing brand, which I don't know how well that goes. I don't know. I am subscribed to their emails, but I've never bought anything. (laughs) But like he just is trying to find his own place in the world. But from such a young age, he really was like wrapped up in the Kardashian, you know, family. And I do think he probably has like a lot of regrets there. Yeah. And he's definitely a very self-destructive person. Right. Which it was sad to watch. I mean, I think like as far as like 
Courtney kind of not showing as much now. Mm -hmm. I feel like her and Scott really showed so much in the beginning and like through all those seasons and they were both on, you know, Courtney and Chloe take Miami Mm -hmm. and the New York one. And this week I saw all the bad parts of their relationship. And I feel like, you know, I feel like back then it was kind of like, oh, you know, Scott and stuff, but nobody was really taking like his issues seriously no. when he could have gotten help and yeah, been I don't in a better feel place. Anybody was mm-hmm. like within the family or mm-hmm. us as viewers. No, like, yeah, that's yeah. I mean. We really weren't. It was like, it was oh, just, Scott and his antics, yeah. and it's like we weren't really like because him and Rob used to be such yes. good friends and. I remember there was a falling out, but I can't remember what it Me was either. about. But I just remember it like being on the show that they were like got in a fight about yeah. something. I I do think that if things, if something could have been done earlier and maybe like it wouldn't have worked because maybe he wasn't ready. But like if someone would have given him a real sit down and mm-hmm. again maybe they did and we didn't see it. But it just feels like at that time that would have been something that was on the show that we would right. have seen. Maybe things could have changed. Maybe mm-hmm. he could have kind of pulled it together. Maybe things would be different for him and Courtney. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? No one ever will know. But, yeah, it just, he does just seem a little dejected. And I think because he really, he wasn't on the show, it he just kind of felt like, well, where's my place? I think he even said that. Like, right. I don't know how I fit in the, the, right. the family. Right, and now Courtney's with somebody else and it's yeah. like this whole other family. But I do miss all, like, the Lord Disick nonsense. <laughs> uh, and I thought uh, seeing him with Kim and North pulling that little prank know, was so was funny like, because sweet. it just reminded me of, it's me, Todd Crane. <laughs> I, I missed that, too. <laughs> that was so funny. Even in the book, she had, like, mentioned those people just, like, knowing them. <laughs> and I was like, it's me, Todd Crane. <laughs> <laughs> like, those um, are the good old days. Yes, it was. I know, like, the show used to be so much. I think that's kind of when we fell off, too, was, like, it just wasn't as fun anymore. Like, it was so, they're perfectly made up, perfectly dressed for just, it just wasn't as relatable, and they weren't as fun. Like, they cared more about what people think and want to be taken more seriously, which I get. And they were younger when the show started. Yeah, change. I understand that. And Kim even said that. She's like, I get how you know, artists feel when they're like, oh, I miss the old yeah. so-and-so because, you know, you do evolve and I get that. But it it almost was just too curated. It got too curated. I know, and just kind of like the way social media and everything yeah. was at that time where it was like, this, this is kind of boring. But the big juice of the season was yes. the fight. Okay, <laughs> I it, I've, I'm glad thoughts. I watched this because I understand the fight more because yeah. I kept seeing the clips and I'm like I don't get it I don't get what's happening here. yeah um so okay I don't want to just rag on Courtney but a lot of the things that I see from her is very classic eldest child behavior mm-hmm. and I have seen this with like people that I know that are eldest childs and mm-hmm. you know this isn't this isn't a blanket that everybody is like this mm-hmm. but it's like she it is about her like a lot of the time mm-hmm. and this situation specifically 
it was like she couldn't get out of her own little narrative that was focused on her. Mm-hmm. And even with like, you know, how she's kind of talking about it to other people. Like, And there were even points with like where she was talking to Kendall about just with like something with Chris and being a perfectionist or whatever. It's like she just kept like talking over Kendall when Kendall was trying to make a point and it's just mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to talk over you. I'm going to interrupt you and make it about me, make it about how I feel like I'm a perfectionist too. Mm-hmm. It's because of mom, like just so classic, like all this child behavior. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's just, those are things that I find frustrating with the whole Dolce and Gabbana thing. I believe that she is mad about this because they didn't ask her. No, that's what I got. I feel like she thought that she had this really great relationship with them and that um, they Kim came in and swiped it from her. And I think she was more hurt by Dolce & Gabbana, but obviously you can't be mad at them basically Mm -hmm. so she's gonna be mad at kim so i definitely think that's where the hurt was coming from for sure i think the rest of it was kind of like well no it looks it looks like my wedding and but the whole thing was such an absurd way of thinking because it really doesn't matter if this looks like your wedding and she's like this is my vibe this no it isn't it is Dolce and mm-hmm. Gabbana. All of it is not you. This mm-hmm. isn't your identity. This isn't, I've been doing this last five centimeters. It doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. not you. Like mm-hmm. they created these looks. You decided that you wanted to choose them and have them be the vibe for your wedding. Mm-hmm. And then they maybe were kind of inspired with, and honestly, like the 90s stuff was having a resurgence. And they're like, let's bring this out. This mm-hmm. makes sense. I'm sorry, but like Kim really is a way better fit for that than Courtney, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. And if we're talking about somebody who's this huge star, who do we want to collaborate with? Of course, a brand is going, such as Dolce & Gabbana, is going to choose to do that with Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. who is very well known within the fashion realm. Mm-hmm. So I just was like really frustrated when she kept saying like, it's my vibe. It's my, I want to find my own like way and my own identity. That isn't though. That is Dolce and Gabbana. Mm-hmm. That is their identity. You can't mm-hmm. just take that and call it yours. You didn't create all these clothes. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought that was kind of irrational. I, I, the whole fight in general was like something I just can't relate to at all. Like, I, well, first of all, I don't have siblings, so I don't know what yeah. that sibling competitiveness is like, especially in a family where business is so important mm-hmm. and who's got the best this and who's making the most money. Yeah. Um. But I get I saw where she was coming from, but not in a way that I could relate. Yeah, it was kind of like, okay, I understand why she had her feelings hurt because she used them. Like, I understand how she had her feelings hurt by Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah. But I thought that and I could see like, okay, I wish Kim would have like just kind of let me know and like acknowledged that it hurt me. 
But with that being said, I mean, that was an incredible opportunity for Kim. Oh, my God. To do that. I mean, I can't. I'm like, I was just watching that. I'm like, that is just like. It's unbelievable. I know. I mean, even if you don't care about the fashion world or whatever, it's like that was just so cool to get that opportunity. And I do think. Yeah, she should have taken it. Well, and she kept saying, like, it's about the money. It's about the money. I personally disagree. I mean, I'm sure that obviously that was a factor. Right. It's like all that leads to money. But to be given the opportunity from such a major fashion Mm -hmm. house to creative direct Mm -hmm. a collection is such an immense honor i know like it like was i can't awesome. even fathom that mm-hmm. and like that is so if you were to turn down that opportunity like you would be an idiot right if you i mean i think that is something that kim honestly would have taken if they were like you know, we're not offering you a right. dime like right what an opportunity it's so amazing and you know what with courtney saying like I thought that we had this relationship. The relationship was not yours. It was Chris's. Right. Chris has been friendly with Dolce and Gabbana for decades. Mm -hmm. She is the one that was the gateway for all of the daughters. Right. To have anything to do with the brand. Mm -hmm. So like you might have like piggybacked and each of you made your own connections mm-hmm. with them, but like, it wasn't like you fostered this and no. And also like, I think that their wedding, like Kim, like this was such a dagger, but like the wedding did look so sponsored. Like it looked mm-hmm. so heavily, like they funded the wedding, right? you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I can understand how her feelings were hurt. But I really think that she kind of then twisted things around in her head to fit her own narrative. No, I definitely think she was purposely the only person she could be mad at in the situation was Kim. So she decided to be mad at her or like was hurt by Kim when really she was hurt by Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah. Um, But I did like that they ended up like making up. Yeah, I thought it was. Hopefully it. Uh, I don't think that it's Courtney just like, really listened fully to what Kim was saying, and she was just like, you know, still just riding, dying on her horse on that one. But it's just like, like I just, I don't, I know I already said this, but I just can't relate to like that kind of family dynamic, yeah, where, like a sibling rivalry, yeah, like where that. stuff, especially on the, such an extreme level of yeah. like money and fame and this and that. The thing that annoyed me at the end of their like talk, mm-hmm. her and Kim, was she's like, I think that you need to get to the bottom of why you do this. Like that was so like twisted to me, mm-hmm. where she is trying to like take words that maybe were taken from her therapist about different Mm -hmm. things and throw it at Kim. And it's like, I don't think that you're understanding like what this even means to Kim. So like in Courtney's mind, it was all about money, but like to Kim, that's not what it was about at Mm -hmm. all. She's like, no, I do know why I did it. It was a challenge. It was an honor, like all these things. Mm -hmm. And Courtney's like, yeah, but like, 
isn't it just about money? Like you need to dig deeper and think, mm-hmm. why do you always have to have everything? Like when is good, good enough? And it's mm-hmm. just like, you guys maybe don't see eye to eye. I think for Kim, it's she is always chasing and Courtney mm-hmm. isn't. She is content. That's fine. But like, right. don't throw it in Kim's face. Like, mm-hmm. why can't you just be happy with what you have? You know, like, I don't know. I, that just was kind of a weird thing to say, I felt, to mm-hmm. close out that conversation. Yeah. I don't know. I what don't, did you think I about it? I guess I don't know. I guess I could see. I don't know. I see where Courtney's coming from. But at the same time, I don't I don't know. I just just like I think that's why it's so hard to watch them. It's that it's just not anything I can relate to anymore. Yeah. In this way. And it just I mean, I can see I don't think with all the people saying like uh, that about Kim and like Chris a lot, it's like. It's just all about the money. It's just all about the money. I don't think it was right for Courtney then to say that mm-hmm. since that is the narrative that is out there all the time. I mean, I do think that, I don't know, they're just very different people, I think, now. Yeah. And it did seem like it. it is like a weird dynamic when so when your siblings like get older and you just don't have things in common anymore. And I also do feel like Kim has a little I don't know there's obviously a lot of like competition there and I do think that Kim also has a little animosity towards Courtney because I think Kim really wanted to stay in her family like her with Kanye like she really wanted that love yeah and for that to be the end all be all and I think and I feel really bad for her about that and I think it's probably hard to see Courtney like off in this like crazy love yeah thing so i do feel like they both have just so much stuff like that and i wish they could come together <laughs> um oh i guess to end my part of this on a positive note in the last the most recent episode when we had chris jenner's birthday there's all these women around and they're just friends of chris and then everybody's like there for chris and they're like when I met Chris, Chris is this, Chris is that. Like, I wonder what it's like to have friends like Chris Jenner. I know. Friends. And like, like she's had friends, like even in the book and stuff, it's like the social life. Like that was such an interesting part of the book, too, because I just didn't grow up with like my parents having these like yeah. huge social lives and being friends with their kids or their kids, too. You know, yeah. it's like and um, it just was she just seems like she's just a really liked person. Like as much yeah. as you want to like people say about Chris, it's like, well, there must be something good about her because she <laughs> gets all these friends all the time that really like her. And she's had them for many yeah, years. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not like they're just new friends no. that keep popping up. It's like, no, she's been friends with these women for decades. I know. And like Cece, mm-hmm. who's Roberts, whatever. It's like... I mean, after the divorce and everything, they still stayed friends. So it's like, that's like a really good, like, friendship and bond. I don't know. It was like, I know. I just, it was kind of like hard to watch it. Not because it was, like, just because it, like, hit a weird chord. I know. I I won't have that. I know. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, no one would throw a party for me and everyone dress up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how that's just (laughs) beautiful, you know? Like, it's really nice. 
to have that nice. kind of camaraderie and yeah, I know. I guess I'll just never so know. <laughs> never ever. I'm not gonna have friends that are like in. 1999 this, we uh, were i know those speeches things are funny yeah but i you know i think it was kind of a joke and like it was made fun of a little bit but like isn't that what you kind of do you know mm-hmm. on someone's birthday you're celebrating them you want to talk about like funny stories mm-hmm. or thing like i thought that was nice no i thought it, i thought it was really nice it was a cute party it was funny the yeah one. That's a cute idea. I did think it was weird, though, because I felt like that we saw pictures of that party like seven years ago. ago. Oh, my God. Like, was that actually from this past November? (laughs) But even then, I guess that was a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, mean, it's It's almost been a year. Yeah. I mean, I it just felt like I'd seen that. I know. And like, I honestly thought that that happened seasons ago. Yeah, That's the timeline. It felt like in my head. I know. And that's like we said, (laughs) social media killed the reality Mm -hmm. star. It was like, it's so far. I mean, yeah, like eight months ago, it's like, what have they been doing? You know, it's like, it's just, and I know there's like production and everything, but it's like, I just, it just makes it hard to watch something. Yeah, I know. I know. And just just knowing like stuff that we know now where it's like, you know, most recently there was that like white party in the Hamptons and people are still talking about like Kim and Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, well, that rumor will probably be like fully disclosed Mm -hmm. late next season. (laughs) You know, it's It's just like like, the timing is all off. I know it's it's weird. I know. I think if social media wasn't such a big part of them i think maybe it'd make the show Mm -hmm. a little bit better but i just feel like it's just hard i did think too i mean i guess this will be like since we're talking about just the show in general sometimes the editing is a little like like mid-conversation you know which makes me feel like things are patched together and I get sometimes for clarity I mean even like when we're having a string of conversations there's (laughs) definitely things where like we might go off on this then come Mm -hmm. back so like if we were on a reality show that would probably get edited out and right but it's just like when you're watching it it makes me feel like Okay, well, that wasn't really said there. Right. Like, they're piecing together the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. No, I I felt like that, too. I think, I don't know, just reality. And I think if you're coming from, like, the Bravo standpoint, mm-hmm. too, it's like, there's so much action kind of, like, yeah. going on, especially coming from Vanderpump Rules, that something like this feels kind of like... Well, and honestly, not to talk about <laughs> Scandal again, but now that we have experienced that and then we did have so many of the stars talk on podcasts, right. on social media about like things that were happening off camera that mm-hmm. weren't shown and all these things, it makes you be like it just makes you look at reality it in does. a completely different way. It does. It's like I can see more of like well that's that's how that conversation ended it's like i know there's more to this conversation they're giving us 30 seconds right you know even just like kim and courtney talking Mm -hmm. it's like we didn't get like anything really i know that's it there was just some editing things within that that i'm like 
okay, did Kim really say that after Courtney said this? I know. Or it just was weird. Or like the other season two, there'd be like, if they were getting out of a car, they'd do it like super dramatic and stuff. And I'm like, what is this? I don't think they did that this season. No. The, maybe the one time when Kim was like going to a something. shoe for something. Yeah, it would be like every time they were like all getting together and it'd be like these weird like still. Like, like come on. Well, and I just uh, listening to a recent episode of turtle time um they were saying how like they're filming for vanderpump and they were at i think it was tom tom the one night and they were doing filming and riley one of the hosts was like i almost like didn't want to be around that i literally thought that i'm like you know now because before before scan of all nobody really would have been paying attention mm-hmm. to us Vanderpump's picking back up filming. And then when I saw like, oh, okay, I already know that Katie and Ariana are going to be looking for stuff for something about mm-hmm. her. It's like we're seeing all this stuff and it's going to like ruin then Vanderpump because yeah. we're probably not going to see it till freaking like February right. or something. I know. And he was even saying he's like, you know, I, I watched them all like get into work mode yeah when we were just like they were at tom tom just for a night out but like everyone was there because it was work and then he had been to tom tom or whatever one of the restaurants a different time when they weren't filming Mm -hmm. and like saw the difference between how they acted and then he was like yeah they were all sitting together and they had everything set up and they sat at this table Mm -hmm. and they had a conversation and then i saw them take another take and they all had to sit back down at the table and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, he's like, it just was kind of ruining kind of some of the magic, magic for right. me. And I completely agree. Like, you don't want to see behind the curtain, no. you know? know? That's why, like we said, we really just need to break the fourth wall and yeah. stop having these like forced situations because it's just not going to work anymore. I mean, anybody can take their phone out and take a TikTok of. Right. Vanderpump and filming. And are. Yeah. Like, I saw something with Tom and Tom sitting down and talking. Yeah, it's like... So, I'm like, what's going on there? I know. I'm going to see everything before, before the show. I know. They're going to have to change something. And again, like, if Scannaval didn't happen, we wouldn't know yeah, we this wouldn't as much. Yeah, we wouldn't ever see that. But yeah. now that it has, it's like, what's this going to do? Or even, show? not to go off a tangent on this, but even, like, with the Hills, too. Like, yeah. hearing Heidi and Spencer say, which obviously that was a very different time, mm-hmm. and the Hills was revolutionary for <laughs> our reality TV. Yes. But hearing them be like, yeah... Uh, that was actually filmed on this night and they pieced it with this right. that was filmed three months later. Mm-hmm. And no, that wasn't even him on the phone. It was right. It's just like, oh my gosh, like so much editing happened. I know. It's like, I get it to an extent, but then it just, it really just takes away the magic, really. <laughs> and ju- it's not even reality anymore. No, it's like, let's make all these people hang out when they wouldn't normally. And, yeah. But. We digress. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll maybe pop back in with the Kardashians if something exciting happens. (laughs) So um, did you have any last thoughts on that? Let me check. I mean, I think. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. Um, the only thing was like, I really felt a lot of sympathy for Kim when she was talking about Kanye. Mm, 
Yeah. You know, we ought to get too much into that or whatever, but just so challenging. I know. Like, you know, when we were saying, you know, about that Jonah Hill and that girl posting stuff online, yeah. like I really do respect Kim for not doing that because she knows she's she knows that her could. kids could see that. And yeah. she's like, I'm just really hoping it works out in my favor that my kids saw that I didn't say stuff. Cause I mean, he was just, I know it's sad, you know? <laughs> and I think that they will. And I, I think it's better for her to put the kids first in that situation, mm-hmm. but it really does take a toll on her. It is sad. I thought it was interesting oh. how, like nothing was really mentioned about mental health with Kanye, which I found just kind of odd. I know. And I don't know if that was like a choice because, but I mean, he's been open about having bipolar I disorder. Know. So I felt like, and I think that would have been, so that's like another thing where it's like, I really wish they could have like dove into that. Like, mm-hmm. what is that like? To be, and again, she probably doesn't want to say much too because of her kids. Right. And also, Kanye's still in the public eye. Right. But it would have been nice to like, what is that like to deal with yes, someone? Be- because it's like, she's talking about how it's challenging and things that he is saying mm-hmm. in public about them or just in general. And it's like, maybe there's more behind it that we don't know. But like, yeah, he has been very open about like, I was diagnosed like, later in life mm-hmm. with bipolar disorder and I am choosing not to take medication. Right. So he is going to have these manic episodes and you mm-hmm. literally can see the waves mm-hmm. of his episodes. And it's- I know. And or I wish she would have even, I know like Pete Davison is obviously in the public eye, mm-hmm. but I mean, it would have been nice like for her to even just like acknowledge how much that affected that relationship yeah. because he's out here like, making pictures of like killing Pete and like beheading him like that was intense and that wasn't touched on at all either and I don't know I feel like that would have been I don't know that's what I want to hear about I know I just (laughs) and I would love to know like is Kim seeing a therapist herself right I mean because she I think she really needs to, to mm-hmm. kind of process and have a safe space to process her feelings and just get her emotions out with someone who has nothing to do with her family. And maybe she is like, I don't know. You know, um, I, I will. I know. I, cause I feel like Kim keeps herself. I mean, I don't know Kim, but it yeah. just seems like <laughs> she keeps herself so busy that mm-hmm. I wonder what will happen when she actually just sits by herself and like, processes things yeah she's always go 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 i mean that's a coping mechanism and that is helpful to an extent but it does catch up to you i know that's what i'm kind of like yeah i guess not worried about but like but i mean and it's interesting to think about like is she just like oh i can do this and i don't know if that's what courtney was trying to like get at and that's the thing too it's like in these conversations nobody's bringing that up and I know they've probably already had these conversations off camera like you know amongst the parents and everything Mm -hmm. but it's like it just would be I don't know it would have been nice to kind of see a little bit of that yeah it's just a lot it is and yeah I think like you said it's hard because he is such a public figure and she also doesn't want to say or do something that he could then trigger him you know yeah Yeah, it's just 
such a challenging situation, but I thought it was interesting that they didn't even touch on like his mental health struggles mm-hmm. or Kim's own mental health struggles, how that's infecting her. And, mm-hmm. and like, is she concerned for her children? Like not, not now, but like mm-hmm. with bipolar disorder, like I would even be worried like, okay, is this something that one of my children could Right, or like, how does this going to affect them Yeah, if their dad is having, um, you know, a situation? Right, an episode, yeah. I don't know. It would have been cool to explore that, but... So we didn't necessarily end that on a positive. (laughs) No, I mean, it just, it would have been nice to explore it, but I also understand. Yeah, it would have made things more real Mm -hmm. and not necessarily relatable because we don't deal with that in our personal lives, Mm -hmm. but relatable to other people. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, I understand why she doesn't want to fully go there. Right. (laughs) Um. So yeah, there was like an hour of Kardashian talk. So I mean, overall, it wasn't horrible, but it, I don't know. It's it was just different. Yeah, it was different than it was it used to be. I know. It, it feels like a little bit of the fun is sucked out. It you did. Know? It did though. You know, it didn't. Maybe it just, the rest of the season will be different, right? You know, maybe this was just like the weird leading up to this Dolce thing, and then it mm-hmm. all. Be different. We'll just have to see. We'll update you guys in a few weeks and see what we think. (laughs) It got any better. Yeah. Um, I did want to say, you know, talking about our book club, don't Mm -hmm. forget Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights is what we're reading for July. Mm -hmm. I am really enjoying this book. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I I know that we're this isn't like a new book that's out, it's been out for a couple years, Mm -hmm. but like I'm just enjoying it thus far, and I, I don't know, I like it more okay. than our last one. But I did want to say too, looking at our listens, it looks like <laughs> our loyal listeners and maybe even some new ones really enjoyed our last book club with Minka Kelly. That episode uh, did has been doing really well. Okay. So I hope that people are enjoying our book club episodes. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if like maybe people wanted to listen to that episode because that was a newer book. Right. Um, and if it's a little bit different from some of the other ones that we read and now with like Matthew Conhays, it's like a little bit older, but like, I would love to hear feedback from some people because like, do they like just hearing newer books? Would they rather hear like, you know, why are you why do you like <laughs> Minka Kelly's reviews I'm, so much? <laughs> yes. And I and I think another thing too to remind everybody is we do go into these books blindly. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, we literally just <laughs> We're not <choose>. expecting yeah. <laughs> yeah. whatever's available, baby. Yeah, literally. Whatever we can both get on audio <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> um, but yeah, just you know, let us know. Yeah. Give us requests for books, you know, anything. Yeah. For sure. Alrighty. Um, do you have a recommendation? I do. Okay. I have an author. Taylor Jenkins Reid, and I just finished listening to Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, I did. yeah, you did mention that to me. I did. I started the show, but 
I haven't gotten to finish it. But um, I really like that author. Well, I've only done two books from her, but <laughs> I really enjoyed both the books. I really like the way the other one was The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, which I loved mm-hmm. that book. And um, I just really like the way she writes characters. Like, they're, she does characters that are, like, famous people. So if you really like that type of feel, mm-hmm. you'd like these books. Also, I just wanted to say... I like these um, book to like mini series type things Mm -hmm. versus trying to get a whole book into like a small two hour movie. Yeah. I think with like streaming services and everything, this has been kind of nice to be able to get so much more details from the book and the adaptation just be a lot better. Like I know they're doing it with Harry Potter or whatever. And I think it'll just I think that's the way to go for books to film ways now yeah because you always have people they're like oh they didn't put this in and this in from the book so yeah you you could get more of a full picture Mm -hmm. if you had like a six episode series yeah yeah Yeah, you're right i think that's the way to go um i mentioned this last week but i'm going to recommend the series the bear because i just finished season Mm two and I was on an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> and this kind of toward the end of the second season, like things really like took an interesting turn with a couple of characters that was just unexpected. And like, mm-hmm. I really like the character development. Mm-hmm. I think that's refreshing because with shows, sometimes you don't see that and it's kind of frustrating, especially like a show that it, it just seems like it's going to be a flash in the pan. But this right. one, they really have taken time to do character development. And I would definitely recommend that show. It does induce a lot of anxiety, though. So if that's a trigger for you or if working in the restaurant industry <laughs> is a trigger for you, you probably shouldn't watch. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was it was really good. And now I'm looking forward to season three because it kind of left on a cliffhanger. Mm. But I... They just finished season two, so I don't think it's gonna happen for a while. <laughs> well, so yeah. Um, thanks guys for listening. Don't forget to follow along with our book club. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. Don't forget to give us feedback. <laughs> it's a little something. Yeah, we love to hear from you. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.